Welcome to session two of this series on our identity in Christ. We're looking at Matthew 16, 15 to 18 today, where Jesus asked Peter, who do you say I am? I'll read from the Passion Translation. But you, who do you say I am? Jesus asked. Simon Peter spoke up and said, you are the anointed one the son of the living God. Jesus replied, you are favoured and privileged, Simon, son of Jonah, for you didn't discover this on your own, but my father in heaven has supernaturally revealed it to you. I give you the name Peter, a stone, and this truth of who I am will be the bedrock foundation on which I will build my church my legislative assembly, and the power of death will not be able to overpower it. There is so much here which speaks to us in these words of Jesus. I'm struck by the order of the questions, because before he asked Peter that question, Jesus wanted to know who other people said he was. Peter then was revealed through being given a new name. That was part of his identity. His new, true identity, which came as a result of revelation from the Holy Spirit. You see, we don't know who we are until we know who Christ is, and specifically who he is to us. And that can only come by Holy Spirit revealing truth to our spirits. The Holy Spirit is essential to our unfolding identities as he changes us from glory to glory. The person of Christ that we understand becomes the part of Christ which is a reality to us and we will have faith for him being that. Muslims believe he is a prophet and he was but they have an understanding of him as just that and what they say about him is true but it's not the truth. Atheists may understand him to possibly be a good man but Christians, and the name gives it away, have a different understanding based on a different reality. Christ in us. We understand him to be just what Peter said, the Christ. Not revealed through human understanding, but by the Holy Spirit. So how about today? How is the revelation of Christ manifest in our lives? Is it a long ago revelation we had, which remains? Or is it unfolding as revelation which has different applications into different aspects of our life in different times and seasons? Our revelation is of a person who has a personal and intimate relationship with us. Our relationship with him will be different from everyone else because it's based on our walk with him and his involvement in the personal details of our life. It is a revelation of Christ, but also of the Father. In John 14, 9, Jesus says, He who has seen me has seen the Father, and it is revealed by the person of the Holy Spirit. The children of Israel had lots of names to describe God, and each name revealed a different aspect of his character. Who we say God is to us 
will be our testimony and consequently our faith. He will be what we believe him to be for us, although he is who he is, eternally the same. We also have revelation about other people by the Holy Spirit, which can speak to their hearts and minds and transform them. The power of the Holy Spirit, Christ in us, can be released over individual lives, communities and cities as we say who we are and who they are. We declare the truth on the earth. We bless people by speaking the truth of who God says they are. Who we say someone is, how we name them and what we say about them is very important. Even if they're not present, what comes out of our mouth is our testimony and it will be life-giving or not. God changes people's names and the name reflects who they were going to be in the future, in God's plan and purpose for their lives. Abraham was called High Father, changed to Abraham, father of many. Jacob, meaning the supplanter, changed to Israel, meaning having power with God. What we declare over others by revelation of the Holy Spirit speaks to that person's understanding of who they are called to be, not just in their own minds, but as part of the wider body of Christ. We are meant to build one another up, encourage one another, speak words of life which empower and release them to be who God has called them to be. Prophetic revelations, words of life revealed by the Spirit of God, are meant to bring change in line with the will and purpose of God. A word from God is truth whether we receive it or not. God wants us to have an unfolding revelation of who he is and also who we are in him and to him, that is individually and corporately. The church has a unique identity as a corporate body of little Christs among the wider body of Christ on earth and in heaven. Just as all the tribes of Israel had a unique purpose and geographical location, so do you. What you say about who you are is very important as it will shape who you become. You need to say what God says about you, individually and corporately. So who do you say you are? Jesus was the Christ before it was revealed to Peter. But when Peter received and declared it, it became something eternal happening in their presence. This revelation was the foundation of the church and it came into being by the speaking of the word. Just like all creation came into being by God's word, God had given authority on earth to Adam and Eve, they had the power and authority to name created beings. Now was there something about Peter's declaration that triggered the start of what would be in the spirit and then in, in reality in the flesh, the church? Mankind has authority on earth, but the sons and daughters of God have the authority of heaven as well as earth. Jesus gave the disciples authority to do signs, wonders and miracles before the Holy Spirit was given. Christ then ascended and sent the Holy Spirit as the person of God in us 
And that means we carry that authority in us. We have a responsibility to administer that authority, which means doing what Jesus did as he did it. And that is only what he heard or saw the Father doing. God's will being sanctified in us, not doing things in our own strength and ability, but in his. 1 Corinthians 2, 11 to 14. For who among men knows the thoughts of a man except the spirit of the man which is in him? Even so, the thoughts of God no one knows except the spirit of God. But now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God, so that we may know the things freely given to us by God, which things we also speak about, not in words taught by human wisdom, but in those taught by the Spirit, combining spiritual thoughts with spiritual words. Why am I saying this? Because I sense the Lord is asking you some questions. Who do you say he is for you right now? Is he your healer? Your restorer? Your renewer? Your sanctifier? Who do you need him to be for you right now? He can be it. He can be who he is to you by revelation of the Holy Spirit, which leads to faith, which leads to power, which leads to change, which leads to transformation. He will be different things at different times to us individually and corporately, just as we are different things to one another. I'm a mother, a wife, a daughter, a teacher, a grandmother. And while I am the same person in myself, I reveal myself differently according to my relationship and according to the need of that time. So just as people can know us differently, depending on the relationship we have, so it will be with our personal relationship with Christ. Are we too satisfied with the part of God that we know and miss developing that relationship further? The Lord wants to draw very close to you right now and speak to you about how unique you are, to give you confidence to believe him and become who he has called you to be. Unique, different, and having a part to play in the wider purposes for his church. You are not, you are not who you were 40 years ago, 30, 20, 10, even one year ago. You have been through fire. You've been changed to another degree of glory as a result. It's time to open your individual and corporate ears to hear the new things that the Lord wants to speak to you. Your history is not your destiny. There is a fresh and new revelation, but it's not through prophets speaking it over you. It is about you corporately and individually hearing and responding to what the Spirit is revealing. Who does he say you are today? Who do you say you are? Are you in agreement with him? Faith is believing God. The power is in the agreement. Matthew 18, 19 says, I tell you, if two of you on earth agree about anything you ask, it will be done for you by my Father in heaven. For where two or three come together in my name, there I am with them. So let us agree together with him. Let us pray together. Lord, open my eyes that I may see you fresh today, to know you differently as you reveal yourself in a new way to who I am today. 
Change me to the new glory you have for me. Just as every cell in my physical body will be completely changed over the years, so I embrace your spiritual transformation as I come into your presence and seek your face. I repent of any way I've been complacent and I ask you would help me wake up and shake up to the glorious and ongoing transformation you want to make in my life. For your glory and my good, I thank you, Lord. Amen.